0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 7th, 2017. I'm Caleb Brown. The Trump administration's attack on Syria over possible chemical weapon use by Syrian President Bashar al-Assad marks a stark change in policy from just last week. The president sought no congressional approval and apparently very little international support. Chris Preble, Vice President for Defense and Foreign Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, comments.
1: The explanation that the President gave and Secretary Tillerson sort of amplified this that it really was about the use of chemical weapons and not merely the fact that chemical weapons were used. There have been uh, international conventions against the use of chemical weapons going back to the end of World War I, of course. But the fact that Bashar Assad had agreed essentially to an addendum to those agreements in 2013 uh, when he supposedly uh, gave up his weapons, the deal that President Obama and John Kerry negotiated with the Russians and the Syrians after the first uh, incident involving uh, chemical weapons. So it is possible that these strikes are uh, designed exclusively to send a message with respect to the use of chemical weapons by the Bashar Assad regime, uh, or uh, it could be, as many of us fear, uh, just uh, one step among many on the
0: path to uh, much greater U.S. involvement in the Syrian civil war. Okay. So, you know, the, the concern that I think a lot of people had with candidates like John McCain and Hillary Clinton was this uh, always taking that next step. Toward war, mm-hmm. and typically it was no-fly zones and things like that, trying to uh, set up potential uh, close quarters mm-hmm. conflicts, and uh, you know this is obviously uh, a step far beyond that, mm-hmm. and. Well, yes and no, because of course the
1: United States has been involved, uh, indirectly at least, in the Syrian civil war for some time in terms of arming various groups as well as conducting airstrikes. So, uh, but it's always been uh, not. as punishment for the Assad regime, but supposedly directed primarily at ISIS forces and the, the most extreme elements inside of the, this multi-sided uh, civil war. Um, as far as you look at the response that this has elicited, especially here in Washington among a number of folks, uh, they do anticipate that this is a sign that President Trump and others in his administration have possibly changed course. President Trump uh, said uh, during the course of the campaign that he did not seek the overthrow of the Assad regime. He advised President Obama back in 2013, 2013 not to strike uh, as recently as just last week. Uh, uh, UN Ambassador Nikki Haley said that what essentially what was going on inside of Syria was not a primary concern, that the Trump administration was not going to be obsessed with Syria in the way that the Obama administration was. Uh, and now you see folks like uh, Marco Rubio saying, "Well, clearly the next step is regime change. We need to remove uh, Bashar Assad from power, uh, and they are hopeful that uh, this is not uh, narrowly targeted and discreet.
0: and uh, uh, And we'll have to, we'll just have to see." Presidents all the time face enormous pressure to act for humanitarian reasons, for uh, reasons of regime change. Quite often, G- give me a sense of what that actually looks like. What it looks like is that in any given time,
1: almost there are grieved parties, part, uh, groups of individuals or, or people who are uh, being targeted by a regime or by other groups that are at war with them or, or don't like them very much. This is this is a constant, uh, and at any given time, these uh, groups can come to the United States, appeal to the to the U.S. government through social media, uh, you know, the the various hashtag campaigns or uh, television coverage, you know in the old days we used to call it the CNN effect and and what it requires on the part of the president of the United States is uh, an extraordinary amount of discipline, because uh, it's difficult to say yes to one group and then under what circumstances or on what grounds do you say no to other groups? How do you differentiate? If there is no clear U.S. national security interest at stake, effectively everything becomes subjective and and therefore uh, really subject to criticism. And of course, on top of that, uh, a president is is criticized. not merely for the actions that he doesn't take, but also for the actions that he takes. So, uh, this is what I call the power problem. When you have more power than you actually need
0: to keep yourself safe, uh, you are uh, tempted to use it. There doesn't appear to be any particular strategy at work here or some overarching goal, especially when you have so many uh, dynamic groups that are working uh, against and in concert with others that... The victory here seems really hard to see. Right. So again, the
1: the shortest and simplest explanation of what the president hoped to achieve is to uh, discourage, you know, definitively discourage Bashar Assad from ever using chemical weapons ever again. And again, this entire discussion is premised on the on the fact that 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 Assad actually did use chemical weapons, that his regime did. You know, I'm accepting that that is true, even though there. Are People who question whether or not it's true, but let's just stipulate that the, the, the evidence is is good enough. Um, if he never uses chemical weapons ever again, well, President Trump claimed vindication that his use of force um, in this particular instance in April of 2017 was a de- de- decisive factor. Meanwhile. Uh, Bashar Assad retains extraordinary ability to wreak havoc on his own people through conventional means, bombs and bullets. Uh, And 500,000 some odd Syrians have been killed in the course of the civil war, not, of course, all of them by the Syrian government. This is a multi-sided conflict, Uh, but uh, is it only the use of chemical weapons that concerns President Trump? And narrowly, is that all that's going to matter? I am skeptical. I think there is certainly the uh, there will be extraordinary pressure. There already is uh, for him to expand this beyond merely sending a message about the use of chemical weapons, but more generally about the regime's behavior uh, towards
0: uh, towards opposition groups inside of Syria. The chemical weapons uh, argument, uh, you know, as it's been presented, seems to be, uh, I guess, driven by a desire to get the public on the side of action, mm-hmm. and chemical weapons are, for some reason, viewed as especially uh, heinous. Mm-hmm. Is that really what creates this window?
1: Yes, I think it is what creates this window. The images that that are associated with uh, people who are suffering or dying from exposure to chemical weapons are quite uh, gruesome. The other attacks uh, also potentially produce some pretty gruesome images, uh, but it's something about this that appears even to have affected the president himself quite deeply. That's what he said in his Rose Garden speech, and, and I think we have to take him at his word in this case.
0: Chris Preble is vice president for defense and foreign policy studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes and Google Play, and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.